Assalamu alaikum. Today's episode will focus on a subject that has been the topic of discussion on social media for quite some time. Submission in a relationship in regards to a woman to her man. Now, before I go into my personal perspective on this topic, I want to refer to the primary resource of the Muslim, the Quran, for non-Muslims, that is the word of God, and the Sunnah, the traditions and practices of the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him. First thing is that the wife has rights over her husband and responsibilities to her husband. If you are not married, you are in no way, shape, or form obligated to abide by these regulations. These are only permissible for those who are married. Rights being the things that her husband is obligated to do for her and responsibilities being the things she is obligated to do for her husband. The topic is submission, so we will focus on responsibilities for the purpose of this podcast episode. There are roughly five main responsibilities that a wife has to her husband. The obligation of obedience, making herself physically available to him, not allowing someone in his home that he dislikes, allowing her husband to discipline her for her disobedience, and treating her husband in a good manner. I will provide the proof for each of these responsibilities, but I won't go in depth because I am not a scholar or a student of knowledge. I will advise that you do your own research, which is why I wanted to make sure that I give you the resources to do so. The Obligation of Obedience Allah says in Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 34, Men are the protectors and maintainers of women. Because Allah has made one of them to excel the other, and because they spend to support them from their means. Ali ibn Abi Talha said, narrated from Ibn Abbas, Men are the protectors and maintainers of women, means they are in charge of them. In example, she should obey him in matters of obedience that Allah has enjoined upon her, and obey him by treating his family well and taking care of his wealth. This was the view of many of the scholars of that time. And you can find this narration in Tafsir ibn Kathir, one of 492. Making herself physically available to him. Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When a man calls his wife to his bed and she refuses and he goes to sleep angry with her, the angels will curse her until morning. That narration is by Al-Bukhari, 3065, and Muslim, 1436. Not allowing someone in his home which he dislikes. It is narrated by Muslim, 1218, that the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Fear Allah concerning women. Verily you have taken them on the security of Allah, and intercourse with them has been made lawful unto you by words of Allah. You two have rights over them, and they should not allow anyone to sit on your bed. An example, let them in your house, whom you do not like. But if they do that, you can chastise them, but not severely. Their rights upon you are that you should provide with them, for them, food and clothing in a fitting manner. Disciplining her for her disobedience. In Surah Tanisa, Ayah 34, Allah says, As to those women on whose part you see ill conduct, admonish them first, 
next refuse to share their beds and last beat them lightly if it is useful treating her husband in a good manner Allah says in Surah Al-Baqarah ayat 228 and they women have rights over their husbands as regards to living expenses similar to those of their husbands over them as regards to obedience and respect to what is reasonable my perspective is mostly driven from my understanding of the quran and sunnah but it is also influenced by the society we live in today the truth of the matter is not all men are worthy of a righteous wife and not all women can abide by these responsibilities either. So what can we do as a community, as a solution? The family is the foundation of the community. And when there are no strong families, then where does the community come in? I can tell you from personal experience that the change must begin from within, with oneself. You cannot expect change if you are not willing to understand and acknowledge the fact that you are also part of the problem. As a woman, when you see or hear your sister in Islam disobey her husband, do you advise her against it? Or do you encourage her to do as she pleases? As a man, when you find your brother in Islam being unjust to his family, do you advise him against it? Or do you sit in silence as he continues to be unjust? If you ask me, someone who easily disobeys Allah can easily disobey their spouse. Also, someone who is unjust to their family can easily disobey Allah and think there will be no account on the day of judgment. Good character goes hand in hand with faith. You cannot say you fear Allah and his punishment while simultaneously going against what he has commanded you to do. In my opinion, these five responsibilities are not that difficult to abide by if you are with the right spouse. This is not always the case for some sisters and I understand and acknowledge that. For example, the responsibility of making yourself physically available to your husband. The proof says, Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, said, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, when a man calls his wife to bed and she refuses, and he went to sleep angry with her, the angels will curse her until morning. Now, we know there are men that do not take in consideration the fact that a woman taking care of her children, the house, all day may be exhausted and need rest at the end of the day. Therefore, they go to sleep upset with their wives. I believe an understanding man would communicate his needs to his wife and his wife will also then explain why she may not be able to fulfill this responsibility. Taking care of kids, cleaning the house, preparing dinner, and then trying to make yourself look presentable enough to please your husband can be a lot, especially when done consistently. It would cause most people to burn out. So once that conversation is had, there could be a proposed solution to find a way to give the wife a break and then in turn puts her in a position to fulfill her responsibility to her husband. Now this is just a hypothetical situation, but my point is this kind of man would be understanding instead of upset with his wife when he goes to bed. Also, I can see an understanding man going to bed upset with his wife only because she is intentionally 
refusing to fulfill her responsibilities. Which brings me to the perspective of a sister unwilling to be submissive to her husband. I posted a tweet from Twitter on my Instagram and Facebook that stated, y'all might not want to hear this, but submission in a relationship has just as much to do with the woman following than the man that is supposed to be leading. A man could be a great leader, but if a woman doesn't have the willingness to listen and take direction, it's dead. I also stated in the caption, no man can lead a woman that acts like she doesn't want or need to be led. Let's talk about it. I got positive remarks from both male and female followers, but there was a group of sisters that assumed that I was making excuses for men that are not good leaders or lack leadership skills. I run into this problem anytime I question sisters in any aspect of the dean, especially relationships. And to be quite honest, it's annoying, self-righteous, and toxic. If we cannot reflect on our own character, does that not imply that we are without flaws? My response to the sisters were very simple. You can lead a horse to the stream, but you cannot force it to drink. Are you at fault or is it that the horse is just not thirsty? In order to reach the goal, the goal being to provide water for the horse, the person leading the horse must know where to lead, but also the horse must also drink once they get to the stream. Both parties have their part to play and they both must be willing to do their part. Our men must be willing to lead, and we women must be willing to submit to them simultaneously at the same time, or it will not work. This brings me to another point. Submission to one man is not the same for all men. Leadership to one woman is not the same for all women. This is why choosing a spouse based on things besides looks is important. For one woman, a leader is someone that pays the bills, while to another sister, a leader is someone that reminds her of her prayer. In conclusion, this is why we should not look to the relationships of others to determine how successful our relationship is. The men and women in these relationships are different from us and are flawed in their own way. The best example of a relationship is the prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, who was the best of Allah's creation, may I add, and his wives that Allah decreed for him, the mother of the believers. So I ask you to reflect on what your definition of submission and leadership is before you start to tell the world what they should allow or not allow in their own relationships. It's been a mean a minute. Till next time. Assalamu alaikum. This podcast is sponsored by Beitonisa. To submit questions for the Ask Mina segment, please email me at minamuslima with two A's at gmail.com.